Saying I stand with the Cuban people is garbage. It's garbage. Either you stand with socialism or you don't. Communism is not liberation. Not liberation. It is submission and subservience. It is slavery. I'm right out of the gate with this stuff. I'm not ramping up. I'm already wired. I'm already wired for this. You're hearing the Democrats now, oh, we stand with the Cuban people. We stand with the Cuban people. They've been apologizing for the failures of socialism for over 70 years. The body count is high because of communism, because of socialism. Now I stand with the Cuban people. What the hell does that mean? They're in the streets demanding freedom. They're in the streets saying enough with the communism. You've got people in the streets of Havana right now risking life and limb, waving the American flag, that symbol of racism and oppression, demanding their freedom, while very comfortable people here, very well cared for, comfortable people are trying to impose it on you. You know, the media cannot be trusted to cover this accurately. They can't. They simply can't. If... If the person they see being violent on the streets is somebody they put in the Republican category, that person's an insurgent. If it's somebody they put in a progressive or Democratic category, they're a protester. Notice the headline isn't Latinos are opposing communism. Multi-ethnic people, brown people, Hispanics are rejecting communism. They're not saying that. We stand, we stand with the Cuban. But what does that mean? They've had enough. It's been 62 years. The majority of Cubans don't even know what freedom looks like, but they want it. You know, when you hear these idiots on the left, the flying an American flag is a symbol of white supremacy. Then why are all these Hispanics in Cuba flying our flag? If our flag represents repression and racism and white nationalism and income inequality and homophobia, I don't see, I don't, maybe there was one I didn't see. Did you see any rainbow flags? I didn't see any rainbow flags. I didn't see any uh, LGBTQAIP. I can't even keep up. I didn't see any of those flags. I saw American flags. That's what I saw, America. That's what I saw. Maybe there's a rainbow flag in there. I, I don't know. I just didn't see it. I saw Cuban flags and American flags. These Democrats don't know what to do with themselves. Right now, they're having their TV ad wizards and their, and their academics write the talking points for them. But make no mistake, these people in Cuba want the kind of freedom that we fight for. Wintick 695 Patriot 9572874. For as long as I can remember, I was there was there are always left-wing activists that will tell you socialism is liberation. Socialism is a new freedom. The freedom from want, the freedom from economic insecurity, the freedom from this, the freedom from that. It's nothing like that at all. It's nothing like that at all. Marco Rubio. Marco Rubio is somebody that I find myself sometimes disagreeing with because 
He started Tea Party, ended up establishment. But yesterday on the Senate floor, he gave a speech. And it was near pitch perfect. And I agree with everything he had to say. Play cut four. Problem in Cuba for the regime is the people aren't falling for those lies anymore. They're not. The embargo, that's the, the first thing they blame. It's the embargo. The embargo's causing all this. Why aren't fishermen and farmers in Cuba allowed to fish or grow things and sell it to people? It's not the embargo that keeps them from doing that. It's the regime. Why can't Cubans own a small business? Why can't a Cuban do in Cuba what they can do in Miami, what they can do in Washington, what they do in countries all over the world? They can't do it in Cuba. They can't open a small business. That's not the embargo that keeps them from doing it. In fact, U.S. law allows us to trade and to do commerce with small businesses that are independently owned by Cubans. You know why Cubans can't own small businesses? It's not the embargo. It's not the U.S. It's the regime that doesn't allow it. People see these lies. How can they afford to build luxury, four-star, world-class hotels for tourists, but they cannot afford to deal with the crumbling homes that Cubans are living in, with roofs literally falling in over their head, with water leaking into operating rooms at hospitals? Well, I thought they had a world-class healthcare system. That's what Michael Moore said. He goes on, and he explains. He explains how Marxism communism, socialism, it just doesn't work. No matter how many times you try it and who's in the leadership, there's no right way to run Marxism. Cut five. We should be clear in our language. We don't just condemn this tyranny. We condemn this communist, this Marxist, this socialist tyranny. Call it for what it is. Number two, we should make clear nothing's going to change. There's not going to be any sanctions changed as a result of this. On the contrary, I hope the, Obama, uh, the Biden administration will now announce they have finished their review of Cuba policy and everything that's in place is staying in place. To the extent we change policy, number three, I hope we make it a top priority to allow the people of Cuba to have free, unfettered, and open internet access. And the technology exists to do that with a satellite-based system. We should put the best minds to work on getting that done because if the Cuban people have free and unfettered access to the internet, the first thing the regime shut down yesterday was the internet. They can communicate with each other, and they can receive information and communicate with the world. It's 90 miles from our shores, we should be allowed to do that. Number four, for all of those who believe and have faith in the international community, and I still hold hope that one day it will work again, where's Spain? Where's the EU? Where are all these countries that for years have given cover and protection to the Cuban regime and condemned America? They should speak out clearly that what's happening there is wrong, that repression is wrong. We should rally that. We should use our position of strength and power in the world and our influence in diplomatic circles to make that happen. Let me be clear. I know what you're thinking. I know what the temptation is. I can see it. I can cut through it. Any talk of invading Cuba to topple the regime, hard no. No invasion of Cuba. No regime change. No, 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 hell no. The United States cannot, should not, shall not, hopefully, invade Cuba or even talk about it. I know the feeling right now. I see it. Americans, by their instinct, want to crush communism. We have tried nation building toppling and nation building. 
Do not open your mind to some invasion or toppling of the Cuban regime. Weinzig 695, Patriot 9572874. I know, I know, I know. Feels like it could be done in a day. No. No. I know that's the feeling. I know that's the instinct of so many. Let's get down there and kick some commie ass. No. No war with Cuba. Now here's Biden. Biden stands with the Cuban people. What does that mean? Cut one. Folks, I want to start by recognizing the remarkable protests that have taken place in Cuba. The Cuban people demanding their freedom from an authoritarian regime. And I don't think we've seen anything like this protest uh, in a long, long time, if quite frankly ever. Um, the United States stands firmly with the people of Cuba as they assert their universal rights. And we call on the government, government of Cuba to refrain from violence or attempts to silence the voice of the people of Cuba. And we're also closely following the developments in Haiti in the wake of the horrific assassination of the president that recently took place. The people of Haiti deserve peace and security, and Haiti's political leaders need to come together for the good of their country. Over the weekend, I dispatched a, uh, a high-level expert delegation to assess the situation and to determine where the United States can offer our support. And finally, as a close neighbor and friend of the people of both Cuba and Haiti, the United States stands ready to continue to provide assistance, and I'll have more for you as we move on. There's going to be talk, the military. There's going to be talk of the military. It would be a bad idea. We have done it before. We have tried to use the military. Our pullout in Afghanistan is beginning to look like a disaster. Here's Jen Psaki. Jen Psaki is going to claim to you, she's very smart potato chips, that it's about mismanagement. It's about mismanagement. It's not socialism and communism. It's mismanagement. Cut six. I will say first, uh, and I meant to say this in response to Jonathan, but uh, there's every indication that yesterday's protests were uh, spontaneous expressions of people who are exhausted with the Cuban government's economic mismanagement and repression. And those, these are protests inspired by the harsh reality of everyday life in Cuba, not people uh, in another country. I'm saying that because I think there have been a range of accusations out there, as you well know, Jeff. Uh, in terms of uh, our assessment of uh, a future, our, our current po our policy, I should say, uh, it continues to be, our approach continues to be governed by two principles. First, support for democracy and human rights, which is going to continue to be at the core of our efforts through empowering the Cuban people to determine their own future. Second, Americans, especially Cuban Americans, are the best ambassadors for freedom and prosperity in Cuba. I don't have anything to predict for you in terms of any policy shift. Obviously, given the protests we're just happening over the last 24 to 48 hours, we're assessing how we can be helpful directly to the people of Cuba uh, in, in these circumstances. So it's about mismanagement. It's not about 62 years of single party communist rule, central economic planning, the inability of the average Cuban to start a business like Senator Rubio said or acquire private property. 
It's not that the Communist Party lives completely separate from the people and they live in they live in splendor while the people live in squalor. They have the, the best of everything afforded to them and they live walled off from the average Cuban. No, it's mismanagement. It's just mismanagement. Well, if a government is run on socialist and communist principles and it's mismanaged and failing, well, guess what? It's because of so we're always told that they have the they have the most educated people, the most educated, the best doctors. How could they be mismanaging these things? Then she was asked a question: why are these mostly brown Hispanic people flying a flag of white nationalism and oppression? Cut seven. Does the administration support international protesters flying the American flag? And what message? Do you have two Americans who are wary of flying it here in the U.S.? Well, I would say first, uh, the the president certainly values and respects uh, the uh, the uh, symbol symbol of the American flag. Uh, he's someone who uh, certainly uh, waves it outside of his uh, house or ha does in Delaware and and other places where he's lived uh, throughout his time. Uh, but he also believes that people have the right to peaceful protests, and he thinks both can be true. Oh, shut up, potato chips. You've literally had no commentary on Democrats who say the American flag is a symbol of white supremacy. That if you put an American flag on the back of your pickup truck or motorcycle or SUV or on your front porch, back porch or stern of your boat, you're a white supremacist. I have not heard one criticism of that from potato chips. Or the administration. Wines at 695 Patriot 9572874. Headline Latinos in Cuba reject socialism. Sirius XM Patriot.